We're just going to sit here in awkward silence. Are you? Welcome to the Garlic Boys podcast, <laughs> where we treat French love like a good recipe treats garlic. We're your hosts. I'm Connor O'Connor. Nope. Sorry. Hold on. Welcome to the Garlic Boys podcast, where we treat friendship like a good recipe treats garlic. You can never have too much of it. We're your hosts. I'm Connor O'Connor. And I'm Roy Lee. Uh, definitely not a mermaid. Definitely not. Oh, no. Oh, the no. Water. <laughs> I've never seen that show. Meg? What? I've never seen. Uh, I thought we would have some solidarity on the fact that Riley is the best character. Well, you know who you could talk to about that is Thomas, because over uh, one year in in um, college, he watched every single episode <laughs> of like the H2O franchise. H2O Friendship is Magic. And then there's Mako Mermaids, which is a, another right. series. Just like he watched all of it. And I was like. Why are you watching this? And he goes, I don't know. Cleo! <laughs> Cleo! <laughs> oh no, the condensation. <laughs> so wait, if we're going to go, if, if those of you don't know what we're talking about, it says it was a show called H2O, which I believe is like a teenage soap right. opera from Australia. H2O friendship is magic. You gotta do the whole thing. I didn't know that was the yeah. that isn't that my little ponies tagline as well? <laughs> is it is it maybe maybe I'm wrong? I think you're wrong. No, I'm pretty sure I'm right. H2O H2O water warriors or just add water. Friendship is magic is the I'm an idiot. You know what? You can just hang me, kill me, do what you want with me. Uh, as long as it's a punishment. <laughs> I'm just going to go over, like, not even <laughs> comment on that. <laughs> um, but so it's this Australian teenage soap opera where you just add water to these Australian teens and they turn into mermaids, yep. which. How do you go through life not being able to touch water? Well, okay, so they can, they use their powers. Um, it's not like it, I mean, it, it's kind of like a werewolf curse. Like we're, it's a little bit different than a werewolf curse because they can have, <laughs> they can have all their faculties and memories and all that jazz. Whereas a werewolf mm-hmm. traditionally uh, goes berserk, but regardless, um, it's actually very difficult. The show goes through all of the, uh, the different scenarios in which they get wet when they don't intend to. So they take baths and stuff like that, but like just, they have to lock the door. Nobody can come in Their Their tails are just, you know, hanging out. Um, so they can't shower. They have to bath. They have to bathe. Right. Because they can't stand if they're, if they get wet. So they'll just fall over in the shower, but they live in Australia. What happens if it gets too hot one day and they start sweating? I don't think sweat, counts because it's coming from their own body maybe um the show i don't believe ever went into that okay because it would just like i sweat constantly i have that i'm never not sweating whatever yeah yeah um so i would constantly be like there would not be a moment in which i wouldn't be a mermaid right and so like what if it is a hot day out and i was like oh no i have to beat the heat let me grab a sip of water Sip like, of water, 
if it goes in my mouth is it fine but like if it touches my chin i'm done for drinking water is okay but if it i if it falls down and touches any part of your body yes it is that's rough because i can't eat or drink without getting something on me at at one point uh this one girl wants to be cool and she goes to a party sorry this is irrelevant to the drinking agreed i drip all the time uh just like gets in my beard constantly oh all the time um there's this one point in the show where the chloe uh cleo sorry cleo cleo wants to um be cool so she goes to a party um but these jerkwads throw her into the pool She's literally wearing, like, I'm not even kidding, like a, a hat, a scarf, long sleeves, pants. So there's no possibility that she can get wet. She's wearing layers in Australia. So many layers. She goes to a pool party and they throw her into the pool. And I think one of her friends, I think Riley has to figure out, Riley and Emma, I think has to figure out how to like distract the party goers so they don't see that she's a full on mermaid. Yeah. How do you. Because, like, at a pool party, if there's not people in the pool, everyone's gathered around the pool. Right, right. And now, so, you said Riley, Cleo, and... Emma. 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 Uh, <laughs> Emma. Are they, like, at a boarding school? And so, like, they're, they're like, from the mermaid village underwater and, like, no. they're just at a boarding school in the mainland? So, in the first episode, they swim into this essentially like a volcano like a moon pool uh they swim into this the moon full moon comes over fits perfectly over this opening at the top of the volcano rock formation and gives them their powers so they get turned into mermaids they get turned into mermaids they're like what the heck is going on i'm a mermaid i can't control my powers it's just that the whole show is is bunch of teenagers not able to get wet and if they do they turn into a mermaid and then why why you wouldn't want to show off this really cool freaking power dude like why do you want to hide it i was literally thinking the same thing i for sure would get captured by the government and have tests ran on me because i would go full turning red I'd be you know how everybody. she just shows off to everyone yes. and like charges people money. Like I was like, dude, I have these powers. Like because with with being a mermaid, I can't really be a hero. Like that's not like superhero powers, but that's like a hey, you want to see something sick? Yeah, like ten bucks, yeah. I'll show you something sick that you're not going to see anywhere else. Like yeah. you sell that. I yeah. mean. It's absolutely wild. I think in the Mako Mermaid series, um, there's hundreds of mermaids, if I remember correctly. Like, there's not just the three main character mermaids. There's the three main character mermaids, and then there's more mermaids. So just, like, everybody's a mermaid at that point. Everybody found the moon pool, and everybody's a mermaid. Cleo, we're not <laughs> the only ones anymore. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! They're gonna find the magic moon pool. <laughs> Not the moon pool. I think it's weird the amount of teenage because, like, I don't know if there's many American teenage soap operas like that. Because, like, the two, I guess, like the two big ones are Degrassi, which is can- Canadian, 
but then there's h2o like those are like the only like soap operas type shows that i know right. of what 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 constitutes a soap opera i don't well, understand i think like high high drama unrealistic events happening within it and so like the drama aspect of degrassi was always heightened from like how like a normal high school would go gotcha. but it wasn't heightened comedically it was heightened dramatically and so like glee is a very heightened high school experience but that's more performance comedic right <clears throat> um and so like mako mermaids we're making fun of it it's hilarious to watch now but like i think it was supposed to be a dramatic show with like slight comedy undertones you know what I just remembered? Did you ever watch House of Anubis? No, but that sounds awesome. It was a Nickelodeon show and it was British. And it was house it was called House of Anubis and there was like secrets from the Egyptian past in this house and like there was clues and mysteries that they had to so try and solve and things like that. Um uh, but like again, British. Yeah. America's just dumb. They don't they don't delve into the soap opera-esque world but it, it's clearly something that like would get a lot of buzz because all three of those shows played on nick uh team nick and so like they could get a solid fan base for it right why are they being dumb like <laughs> because it's america <laughs> come on we've, we've had discussions about this that's fair i just like you'd think with how like right now how production companies are being and like how greedy they are you'd think they'd do something that was like you know clever but they just fully for years did not do that you know right right no no no. i yeah absolutely i get that um i i have seen uh i've seen uh production companies ceos corporations uh, do many things that uh, the net the viewer necessarily doesn't want, um, but that they think the viewer wants. Right. Uh, like Sonic. Sonic was a great example of that, where they were like, "All right, let's take this classic character that's been around for decades and turn him into some grotesque, weird-looking creature." I'm so glad they changed that. Me too. It's very clever of them. I think. Yeah. Speaking of clever, <laughs> you're like really into the awkward pauses today. I love it. I want to do as many awkward pauses as possible. I love it. Because... I'm, sure the, I'm sure the listeners will love it too. Oh, I don't care if the listeners love it. It's not something you enjoy. So, so what you're telling me is you don't care about the listeners at all. I see how it is. I, I care Connor, about the listeners. listeners. I listeners, care about the Connor listeners. Doesn't no. care about you. Shut up, Matt. I care about the listeners, but if I can cause you any sort of discomfort, I choose to do that. Right, 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 right. So you're exploiting my uh my brain dysfunction. I I really appreciate that, Connor. I really do. Do better. I don't know what to tell you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of the Clever Boy Quiz. Hey, woo. I was putting in the 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 claps there. Just hold on. Okay, yeah. yeah. As you all remember, last week was uh, Matt's 
reward quiz where he had to or where he got to frustrate me and look i wasn't acting he literally annoyed me to the point <laughs> where i wanted to throw hands i i'm not proud of it <laughs> but he mission succeeded. accomplished he succeeded um and the week before that was in uh the clever boy quiz with the guys from small beards big opinions so we've never we haven't done a a true true clever boy quiz in a few weeks here Matt, yeah. do you remember what the last quiz was on? Oh boy, do I. It was your birthday quiz. Do you remember what it was on? It's my birthday quiz. Birthday, 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 birthday. No, I don't. Spider-Man. But I want... yeah. Oh, it was Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, I do remember now. You jogged. You jogged the you unclogged the gears in my head that were trying to move. I... Shook up the old coconut, you know, put a lime in it. Well, Matt, this week's quiz is called I've Got a Bad Feeling About This. Is it a Star Wars themed quiz? It's a Star Wars themed quiz. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I've been on a big Star Wars kick and you didn't know that, but you do now. I didn't. It, this is fully just because I've, I, I just remembered the first question, like the trivia fact of it. And so I wanted to ask you about it. Um, but just a fun fact for the listeners, if you don't know this, I've got a bad feeling like the, about this is, in some sort of variation is spoken in every Star Wars movie. Yeah, um, it's great. And in some of the shows and video games and everything. Exactly. It's a it's a visual or a verbal Easter egg um, for the listeners. Uh, much like Matt saying he hates me. Uh, so yeah. let's let's get this started. Question number one. What was the real world reason, like in our world, that caused Luke's new lightsaber in Return of the Jedi to be green instead of blue? <laughs> what? I didn't know there was a real world reason. I thought he just got a cool new saber. That's what mm -hmm. Je Jedis do <clears throat> whenever they... <clears throat> um. The real world reason was the green screens. Now that wouldn't make sense because it was green instead of blue because it was originally blue, right? Mm -hmm. Which was because Anakin's is blue and he had Anakin's first. He got a green one in the second movie. Was there... maybe that's maybe that's the real world reason though? Like in the first movie, they didn't have the technology, so they had to use a blue lightsaber. Um, not knowing all the lore and all that jazz, but in the second movie, they were able to isolate it and have a cool green lightsaber. So that's going to be my answer. That they were able to actually make it green. That they were able to actually make it green. All right, final answer. That's it. That's my best guess. Yes, final answer. Matt, that is incorrect. Ah, dang. So that wasn't green screen. That was a real sky behind them. And because of that, they changed the color from blue to green so that it can, the blade's contrast could be seen against the blue sky of Tatooine okay. during the battle or during the skirmish at Carcoon. Okay, that's fair. And so since it would be outside in the daylight instead of in like darker environments like it used to be and it was against a blue sky they realized they couldn't give him a blue lightsaber again so they changed it to green and that's what helped start building out the lore of lightsabers within yeah. the star wars universe 
which is which is super cool. I I just want to point out there are a lot of like real world reasons why uh, in game lore is created all the time. Right. Like it's not just it's not just Star Wars. It is literally so much stuff, and it's beautiful. I love that we can mesh real world practicality with in game or in movie lore in in universe lore. So with with Star Wars, like originally we have blue and red lightsabers. It's very easy to tell Sith Jedi. There was always supposed to be that way, mm-hmm. but they they created the green one just to um, be able to have that contrast, and then it was just going to be blue and green lightsabers. Yeah. Well, then eventually you have Samuel Jackson. Who <laughs> wouldn't do it unless he had a purple lightsaber? <laughs> well, he's like, I want a purple lightsaber. I want to be able to see myself during this giant battle. Yeah. In in the the Coliseum on uh, Genosha. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so he's like, I want a purple lightsaber. And George gave it to him. Which is so. And so cool. then now you have three lightsaber colors. Well, then in in Rebels, I believe it's. Uh, it's revealed that the temple guards have yellow lightsabers. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then you have uh, in also in Rebels, Reb- Ahsoka has, has white lightsabers. So, like, they just continued to bail out uh, the lore of lightsabers and create the colors. Yeah. Uh, I love lightsaber. I love that they did that um, because, like, in playing video games like Jedi Survivor right now, um, you can customize how your lightsaber looks, and it's the most fun I've ever had in my life. Oh yeah! You can customize, you can customize the emitter, you can customize the switch, you can customize that, the handle. You can customize the the blade color. It's just love it. Fantastic! All right, that was a wrong answer, though. Uh, just to remind the, you and the audience. Question number two. Which hand did Anakin lose in his first fight with Count Dooku? Ah, uh, you know this. Okay, just picture picture it in your mind. I think it was his right hand. Right hand? Final answer? Doesn't sound right. Yeah, yeah, right hand. Final answer. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is correct. All right. Um, I w- looked on Wikipedia for all of these answers. Mm-hmm. It took forever to figure out the correct answer for this. Really? Yeah. And like, it was at the point where I almost watched the movie, like that scene, <laughs> just to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um. Before we move on, I do want to point out, yes, these questions are a little harder than a base knowledge of Star Wars because Matt has a deeper than a base knowledge of Star Wars. And so I will not in, uh, listen to any slander that I am asking too hard of questions. Matt knows Star Wars. I'm asking harder questions. No, I, I want you guys to go into the comments. I want you guys do to not go into my, the comments. Be my comment warriors and tell Connor how bad of a job he's doing. Uh, with these questions because he's taking it too hard on me. Yeah. I'm not going (laughs) to listen to him. Question three. Who were the two apprentices of Darth Tyrannus? Darth. The two 
apprentices. Um, <clears throat> Who were the two apprentices oh. okay. of Darth Tyrannus? Ouch. Okay, the two apprentices of Darth Tyrannus are first. You know his name, Qui Gon Jinn. Second, Asajj Ventress. Mm, hold, hold on. So I'm pretty sure Darth Tyrannus. I'm ninety nine point nine percent positive is Count Dooku. He had Qui Gon Jinn. He had Asajj Ventress. Asajj Ventress, but he also trained Darth Maul a bit as an apprentice. No, I'm sorry, not Darth Maul. His brother, Savage Press. That's my. I, I'm gonna go with um, officially Qui Gon and Asajj. Yeah, but he also final answer. Yeah, yeah, sure. Final answer. Matt, that is incorrect. What? He wasn't Darth Tyrannus when he was Qui Gon's master. He was just uh, so Count Dooku. It was Asajj and Savage Press. Yes, he didn't uh, become Darth Tyrannus until he went to the Sith. That's fair, I guess. I just thought you were trying to trip me up by calling him a different name. I was, because I was kind of hoping you didn't know Count Dooku was Darth Tyrannus. But then I kind of figured that you'd know at least Asajj Ventress and then get mad that you didn't know the other one. I knew the but, other one. I just didn't give it in my final answer because. Ah, okay, it's fine. That's okay. Look, that's only question three, right? It can't get much harder than that. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, uh, question number four. What was the name of the band we see performing in Jabba's Palace in episode six? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's really funny is I'm pretty sure I've uh, I've heard this multiple times. Mm -hmm. I, I I feel like we've talked about this character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Remembering the name of the band, though. Remember to, to kind of talk out your process out loud? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. So this is... Um, the the one with the, the little snout and mm -hmm. the, the long legs and the really like skinny legs and arms but are, like just a bulbous body mm -hmm. um and then the one guy that's got a really big mouth and he comes and like screams into the camera as he's singing um which is added later mm -hmm. but trying to remember the taken name of the band ah I got nothing. Like I, well, I truly don't have an answer. Do you remember the guy, the first guy you described? Do you remember his name? No, not even remotely. Who knows this? <laughs> I do. Uh, well, I'm sure you do. I um, bet uh, Corey knows this as well. Again, I think it's in those old memory banks. I can't remember it. Uh, so I'm going to say um, Flush and the Neon Greens. 
Sorry, but that is incorrect. That's a good band name, though. <laughs> I need you to write that. I'm going to write that down. Flush in the neon greens. Yeah, that is that is what I said. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, Garlic Boys uh, production will be a band, apparently. <laughs> uh, no, I just have a list of good band names. Um, it's fair. I don't know why. I just I've like had a it. lot of good band names over the year, even though I'm never going to be in a band again. Oh, me either. Like, I, I have... Band I have no ability to be in a band, so I just have good band names for like if I'm writing something and I need like a band in it. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so that was incorrect, of course. Uh, yeah. The band is called the Max Rebo Band because yeah. the big blue guy is Max Rebo. Um, but it's also known as the Max Rebo Twelve, or the original name for the band was. Evar Orbis and his Galactic Jizz Whalers. Because jizz is the style of music, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Friendly <laughs> reminder that the music you hear in Universe in Star Wars is called jizz. <laughs> I love So, that. like, the, the Bothba band you see in the Cantina, the Cantina theme, that music style is jizz. Jizz, yeah. Yeah. It's like jazz, but too creamier. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh. goodness. Oh. <laughs> Question number five, Matt. <laughs> yep. What is the name of Boba Fett's sister? Oh man, I really wish the camera would have looked over <laughs> to you me. and watched your face there. <laughs> okay. I don't Okay. Okay, so Django Fett is the older uh the dad. Django Fett is the dad, the create not the creator, sorry, the um The father-ish, uh, genetically of the clones. Okay, yeah. Boba Fett is his son. Yeah, um, I'm not sure exactly. Django, sorry, Boba Fett is a clone, I believe, but he was created to, um, not not ages fast. Okay, um, so for going by clones the only now I say this with brief hesitation because in the last episode of a certain show that I shouldn't name because it like literally just came out a couple months ago I think no it's been a while but regardless uh, it was revealed that there was another female clone they haven't fleshed this out because season three is coming out next year or the end of this year. I don't remember. I'm going to go with the. Um, you just watched this. You know her name. Okay. If it's a comics thing, I have absolutely no idea. 
if it's not a comics thing, then it's going to be the girl clone in the Bad Batch. Remembering her name, even though I literally just watched an episode of this, like, maybe three days ago, is rough. What is her name? What is her name? You know it. Stop being dumb. Sorry, I hate. I got like an hour of sleep last night, it feels. Her name. Mm-hmm. I hate I hate that I can't think of this, even though I just watched the second season. Binged it. Five, I I'm sorry, yeah, four, I can't think of it. Three. I'm going to say the Three. little blonde girl One. clone from the Bad Batch that I can't name because I can't think. Final answer? Sure. Matt, if Boba Fett is clone Alpha and she's the last clone, she would be Omega. Omega, yeah, because she has an Australian, well, New Zealand-ish accent. But, um, however, I'm gonna give that to you. Okay, thank you. Because <laughs> I had it all. Because there's right there's there. two there's two reasons. Yeah, you gave me more information. Like you gave me as much information as you physically could in that moment about Omega, and perfectly described her. Yeah. Second thing. I don't want hate for this, but I haven't watched The Bad Batch, so I didn't know that there was another female clone. Okay. And, and Wikipedia said nothing about that. It's because it hasn't fleshed it out yet, I assume. Um, season two just came out, I th I'm pretty sure, this year. Um, or maybe the end of last year. It doesn't matter. Season two just came out within like a year. And um sees it was like the the literal last second of the episode she's like i'm your sister and it's like oh, what oh, like when the other one dies that episode when the one <laughs> it's still wrong oh you don't want to talk about his death <laughs> no zip it there are people that probably haven't watched this including you shut up <laughs> Yeah, but I like spoilers. <laughs> yes, yeah, you're so weird. Um, but go go away. Yeah. Um, it is revealed in the end that that she there's also a, a, another clone, and she's older too, which is weird. Um, but yeah, so that's why I was a little confused and thrown off because it could have been a comic thing, which is technically Legends. Um, right. so I, that's why I wasn't sure. Nope, it was Omega. Ah, she's such a good character. I so. only watched until she got kidnapped by um, Fennec Shan, so I don't really have that full two seasons of character growth with her. Oh, gosh, dude, you gotta watch the rest of it. It is so good. It took me two years to watch Andor. I, that That's could be wrong. Like, I don't even know if it's two years old yet, but I didn't watch it until earlier this year. 
I, because everyone was like, it's so good. You got to watch it. And like, anytime someone says that to me, immediately go, so I'm never watching that. <laughs> See, like Matt I, won't shut up about the greatest showman still have never seen that movie. I am the same way. I am a hundred percent the same way, except for certain things. Like I have exceptions and the exceptions are things that I love dearly, like star Wars. Or oh yeah. Um, I, I feel like those are the exceptions and the only exceptions. I mean, there's things that, like, if I'm... It's usually, like, on the fence about something. That's when I'm, yeah. like... Like, when I get pushed. Because, like, I didn't know what Andor was going to be. Now I know yeah. it's a great show. And, like, right. I was stupid for not watching it. But, like, at the time, I was like... This doesn't look good. I don't want to watch this. Everyone keeps yeah. telling me to watch it. I don't want to watch it. Yeah. No, yeah, I hear that. I really do. All righty. Question number six. Why did Ahsoka Tano leave the Jedi Order? Ooh, okay. So um, she kind of a lot of reasons. Um, but the main reason was she was put on trial. Uh, she was put on trial because she was framed by coffee barris offy um she was put on trial <laughs> sorry word associations she was put on trial because she was framed by barris offy another member of the jedi order who um I, I believe she like lost faith in the jedi order but why she framed her friend i don't remember it's been a while but she was framed put on trial no one believed her so she had to kind of like uh prove her own innocence like she escaped and proved her own innocence and all that stuff and then eventually they're like do you want to come back like maybe and then she was like nah nah i'm gonna I, i've i've also kind of lost faith in the jedi order but i'm not like against you i'm not turning against you i just don't right. think that i can be part of this anymore um because nobody believed me you guys are literally jedi who can sense motivations and and search the force and understand that ahsoka the greatest jedi in the history of jedi i'm exaggerating a bit but ahsoka's amazing and you guys took her for granted did not do this sorry regardless um yeah she was framed and so she left because nobody believed Is that not enough? Yeah. Gotta, I gotta say what's on my mind. <laughs> Something about this does seem right. right. <laughs> I need, I need a little bit more. <sighs> what am I? What am I not saying? This, this might feel pedantic, but. It does feel. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know the the full answer, but I'm pretty sure I gave all that I could. Um. I if that's not enough, I don't. I can't. I can't flesh it out more. I don't know what if. I don't know what I'm missing. Okay, I. I maybe I'm being. Can you get away, dude? <laughs> I'm doing things. <laughs> oh, cats. I, I can't wait cats. to get one. <laughs> I can't wait to get out of here. <laughs>
You know they they they're responsible for like three hundred species of birds from going extinct. That's horrible. Yeah, stinking cats. And you want to huddle up and love them? You know humans are responsible for like ninety percent of the animals going extinct on the on the planet, and you yeah. want to cuddle up with one of them, Matt? I'm Do single. Podcast with one of them. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm totally in favor of corporal punishment. <laughs> for that reason <laughs> listen i don't know if you've looked at PETA's website recently but they have some good points that they're making and you need to really like look into it do your own research PETA. uh so anyways the the answer so this is the answer i was looking for yeah she was framed for the bombing of the jedi tank temple hangar and other homicides oh <laughs> I didn't know you wanted me to go more into the crime that she was framed yeah, for. Yeah, <laughs> so that's that's why I was saying, like, you did say she was framed. You gave me who framed her and, like, went through the whole story arc. Um, yeah, I'll give it to you. Thank you. I feel like I feel like saying she was framed pretty much encompasses all that. Yeah, but you forgot to mention that this Cartoon Network show just added terrorism. <laughs> there's a lot and of like well show. first of all and war they, crimes they do war crimes often um but i don't know if they're technically war crimes because they don't have a geneva convention yeah um but this is this is just full-on terrorism and they just call it that yeah and because it was the jedi that did it uh that's a religious extremism which is also really bad apparently in this universe um I guess in ours as well. Any listen, any form of religious extremism is bad. Don't think of it. It's not just that one religion. You're racist. There's others that can be extremists as well. And guess what? It's probably more those ones than the other one you're thinking. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, not my religion. Yes, your religion. Historically and statistically, yes. Historically, we fought a civil war over your religion. <laughs> yeah. Racist. <laughs> um question number seven everyone knows that c-3po is a mostly gold robot going on from episode two except for which body parts okay you're gonna want right and left i assume um i believe it's his right leg which is silver i don't know if it's silver um and his left arm which is red in a different movie that's my best guess that i don't know if it's right or, i don't know if right or left is wrong i'm gonna kick myself in the tuchus if it is but you know what he had a red arm at one point you might not have recognized me with my red arm um and he had the the bottom half i don't even think it was his full leg it was literally just the knee down on his right leg. Yeah, I'm going with that. Final answer. Final answer? Yep. Matt, that is correct. Booyah! All right. So I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't have specific right or left on this one. Oh, good. Um, mainly because I couldn't find a consistent answer for the right leg. Okay. Um, I looked at a bunch of different pictures, and some of them probably were mirrored images. Yeah. Um, but it was like a lot of the original trilogy, things like that. Um, and I kept seeing both right and left being silver. 
So like, you'd have to watch the movie to like actually right. figure it out. And that's too much work. <laughs> and the problem with that is a lot of people don't know he had a silver leg because the gold of the other leg reflected on it as well as the yeah. sand. And when they were in the white buildings, it also just doesn't look very gold or very <laughs> silver. And so it, uh, there are a lot of people that there's probably someone listening right now that is just finding out right now that from the knee down on one of C-3PO's legs, it's actually silver. Yeah. Um, Wild. I do want to just talk real quick about how he got the red arm. Do you know this story? I honestly don't know if I do. So he and another protocol droid that was red were on a spy mission for General Organa. Well, they were starting getting chased by force uh, First Order uh, members, and C-3PO lost his arm somehow. Well, the other droid um, also got very badly damaged. They were hunkering down, like, trying to, like, complete their spy mission, like, full-on, like, bond-level mission type of thing. <laughs> and the the other droid was like, you need to be complete to carry on. I'm dying. Take my arm. It's <laughs> so sad and heartwarming. Um, so did <laughs> did did that happen in like a novel or something? Like what where did that happen? Uh, it was in one of the canon comics. Canon comics, okay. Yeah, I've like I've never actually read into that. Yeah. Um hmm. there's a full Wikipedia article on it. That like is... if you go to the C3PO page, it says red arm under appearance, and you can you click, click on, on it, and there's an article. That's so that's so beautiful. I've actually never read any of the Star Wars comics, and I'm kind of disappointed in myself. The Star Wars comics are where we find a lot about all the Inquisitors and like um, who they are and everything, and it really expands that lore. Yeah. Plus the video games. There's a lot that of true. Inquisitors. That too. Alrighty. Question number eight. How long did it take to build the first Death Star? I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Um, a while. Does that count? Does that count as an answer? Um, I don't. How do you, who knows this? Okay. Again. So, this is something I knew beforehand. I don't know why we have to keep talking about... Like, when you ask who knows this, there is a lot of the times where this is just a dumb piece of information that I've known before. Okay. I'm going to give you uh, a little little word little word vomit here. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so Rogue One. Rogue yeah. One... Um, you see in the very beginning of the movie, uh, Jan Erso's dad, Galen Erso, um, it was was like the the like the brain essentially behind the Death Star. He helped create the Death Star, had a pretty much huge hand in creating the Death Star. In fact, he actually put in a little little something something for them to find, which Jan Erso does when she was some age she was she was kind of a young adult mm -hmm. yeah that's my best guess um so if that is the case and they were 
creating it or had just created because they were because they took Galen back to like finish it. I think. Goodness, it's been a while since I watched that one. One of the best Star Wars movies out there, and it's been a while. For sure, it's a great movie. Um, let's go. Ooh, how do you even? I don't know how you know this. Um, it's probably in there somewhere. I said, oh, it took 10 years to build this. 10 is like my the, the number that's going in my head a lot, which is kind of why I'm thinking it's 10. But I think it's more than that. It feels like more than that. I'm going to go 10 years. Final answer? Sure, final answer. <laughs> Click, click. Uh, that is incorrect. Yeah, I kind of felt like it. At the end of episode three, we see Palpatine and Darth Vader standing on the bridge of a ship, watching the beginning pieces of the Death Star be put together. Right. If you remember, Luke and Leia had just been born a few scenes before this. We then know through Rogue One and uh, A New Hope that the Death Star had just been complete and the destruction of Alderaan was the first time the weapon had been used. Right. Um, to destroy a planet, of course, it was used on Jeddah and Scarif and to test it. Um, Luke was 19, 19 in A New Hope. And the official Wikipedia answer was almost 20 years. However, we do know that 19 years passed between uh, Return of the Jet or Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope so we have to agree uh, we have to assume that it's at least 19 years i almost said 20 like i was this close sorry this close i, I said this close without actually putting a little reference i was very close to saying 20. i did not so um that's my you, bad, you know i should have should have would have could have should have could have would have Alrighty. sorry i just read <laughs> one of the other questions and it's gonna be so much fun oh boy you ready for this? Sure. Question number nine. What did Anakin bring to his new empire? <laughs> I have brought peace, freedom, justice, and security to my new empire. Your, Your new, new empire. empire. If you're not with me, then, then you're, you're against my enemy. Me. Only a Sith deals an absolute. I will do what I must. You, you will try. try. <laughs> I think it yeah, that's that's correct. I kill you. Yes, it was. Don't make me kill you, Anakin. My allegiance is to, to, to the Republic. Republic. To democracy. If you're not with me, then you're, then my, you're enemy. my enemy. Yeah, yeah, we had that. We we missed a little bit, but it's okay. Solid. Still, best line reading in that entire movie. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I actually think that was Hayden Christensen's best acting in the. Whole oh yeah, series. I think he did well at playing this like really awkward kid. But I don't know if that was exactly the part that I wanted him to play in my head. The angry young adult that is Anakin is much better than 
moody teenager in episode two. I think episode yeah. two is just the problem, honestly. Mm, yeah. Because, well, I guess Phantom Menace has issues. But, like, episode two, honestly, full going to say it, episode two, I think, is the worst Star Wars movie. The worst, like, at all, ever. Uh, I think it's better than Solo and The Last Jedi. Okay, that's fair. I know that's a controversial statement, but... There's a lot going on. Uh, Ewan McGregor having this weird, awkward hair. Still looking sexy as heck. Um, Hayden Christensen being... Moody. Weirdly pubescent and moody. Um, yeah, there was, there was a lot of like instantaneous sexual energy between him and Padme, even though the last time she saw him, he was like a nine-year-old boy. <laughs> he, she was 14 and he was nine. <laughs> yeah. Weird stuff. Weird stuff. The one part of that movie that I love, and I don't know if you've seen this, is like someone broke down how convoluted the plot to kill Padme in that movie got. Oh yeah. Where, like <laughs> where Palpatine sent Dooku, Dooku hired, hired Boba, or Fett. Jango yeah. Fett hired the changeling. The changeling sent a robot. The robot sent the worms, the worms to kill her. <laughs> so a dude hired a dude who hired a shapes, a dude hired a dude who hired a dude who had a shapes, who hired a robot, who hired a bug to kill one person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no it's wild stuff like nobody could just do it if dooku really wanted it like i i understand why dooku wanted uh boba fett jango fett to do it because right. he he was like the leader of the separatists and still not outed as a like a sith lord you know right um so like i understand why he got a bounty hunter to do it but then like jango fett is a extremely capable bounty hunter like an insanely I, I, capable bounty hunter. I think it's to kind of take the heat off of himself. Yeah. Because at that point, they didn't know about the clone army. Right. They didn't want anybody to suspect. So then why did Count Dooku, who knew about the clone army and knew about Jango Fett, why did he ask Jango Fett instead of just hiring the changeling himself? See, this is my point of why this movie is bad. <laughs> yeah. No, it makes sense. Anyways. Question I numbered. I had go ahead. just one thing before we continue. I had nightmares about the changeling when she died. When she really? died. Yeah, it literally reminded me of like Voldemort's head coming out of of uh Quirrell's head head, like the back of his head. It was just like it or no no no. You know what it kind of reminded me of? It reminded me of when they're in the restricted section in Harry Potter. I know there's another Harry Potter thing um, where they open the book and like the heads are coming out screaming like, and everything uh, like that. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of what her death reminded me of where it was like she like shriveled up and like it, it was weird, man. Yeah. I don't, I didn't like what she looked like either. Like that's fair. Yeah. Um, okay. Question number 10. Number 10. What was Snoke? <sighs> what was Snoke indeed? Um, <clears throat> in all technicality, uh, which is a weird technicality because goodness, that movie. Uh, 
he was a clone of Palpatine. Um, it's literally since the clone army uh, was taken down, the Empire was like um, researching cloning experiments. And in the really weird storytelling that the last, the last Jedi, right? The the, the final movie, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, the Rise final of Skywalker. That's the one. Um, Rise of Skywalker explained uh, that they were cloning so many like force sensitive beings and trying to figure out like who, like how to pass on the force sensitivity into the clone. And essentially, that's what Snoke was. Snoke was a Palpatine clone. Yeah, that's that's my final answer. I'm getting, I'm confusing myself, honestly. Final answers. Final answer. That is correct. All right. That is what I'm going to take. <laughs> I'm going to take, and this is why I'm reading directly from Wikipedia right now. You ready? Yeah. Snoke was a Force-sensitive humanoid genetic strand cast male who ruled the First Order as a supreme leader during the New Republic era. Possibly unaware of his true nature, Snoke was an artificial genetic construct created on a planet Exegol by the Dark Lord of the Sith and the Galactic Emperor Darth Sidious in his Sith external cult during the reign of the Galactic Empire. After Sidious' resurrection, Snoke's body held no use in the Sith Lord's goal for restoration, so was so was instead utilized by Sidious for his unnatural force sensitivity as a proxy he could manipulate for his con- con- contingency. Though Snoke was possessed uh, possessed an individ- though Snoke possessed an independent mind, he was obviously influenced by his creator from afar. It's wild. It's wild. I, my mom, my mom was sitting talking to me the other day. She's like, I never really liked Star Wars, and I think it's just because like it's it's so confusing. I'm like, have you watched any of the movies? She's like, well, not really. I'm like, you think it's confusing? She's like, I don't even know what order to go in. I'm like, one, two, three, four. <laughs> like, she was, right. But honestly, I don't know. She would have so many questions if I tried to show her the newest trilogy. She would be so confused. And I, honestly, I'm still confused. I think <laughs> so confused. I think if you're if you're ever going to meet someone that's like, oh, I've never watched Star Wars, like as an adult, like not with your kids or anything, just yeah. be like, okay, we're going to watch the last one first and then watch them all again in order. And I need you to pay attention. <laughs> yeah, like it's. It's it's confusing. It it is, and I I love Star Wars so much. And like honest, so I've been I've been reading, listening, whatever you want to call it, to uh, Thrawn books, the the yeah. canon Thrawn books. There's non-canon Thrawn books, Legend of Thrawn books, and then there's um, a set of six canon Thrawn books. Um, they are so good. But aside from that, recently I've been play i've been reading that i've been playing jedi survivor i've been watching all of the tv shows the star wars tv shows that i've missed including the bad batch and what was the other one that i was behind on oh i mean mia and i've restarted watching rebels Mm because again 
we're leading up into the Thrawn era and the Ahsoka series. So, which that comes out soon. It does, like August, like next yeah. month. Um, I'm so, mm, I'm so pumped. If if you guys don't know, Ahsoka is like at least top five of my favorite Star Wars characters. Thrawn also being on that top five list. Um, but I've been like so into Star Wars lately, but I've also figured out how impossible and uh, huge it seems to people. The, the good thing about Star Wars is like you can watch the movies and have a really decent understanding of Star Wars. I think the reason why it's impossibly huge for some people now is like when we, at least for me, when I started Star Wars, there were six movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like six main things. Like there was the holiday special and like some other side things, but like it's really like episodes one through six and that's it. Yeah. Then we got Clone Wars and then we got Rebels and then we got Resistance. Yeah. And then we got Rogue One, and then Solo, and then Obi-Wan Kenobi, Andor, The Mandalorian, the sequel series. And it just grew to being massive. This, this massive, massive media franchise of like 12 movies, technically, with the Clone Wars movie. Um, probably as many shows, and like this deep, convoluted lore, not to mention what's in legends and the comics and everything. Cause like, there's just so much media to, to get into that. Like there's so much star Wars lore. I think it can rival like Marvel, DC, other things yeah. like that. And like with just probably just Batman, like I think there might be a one-to-one comparison with lore of just one character that this entire franchise. And that's, wild yeah yeah and it's i mean just like the last like look at the last like 10 years how much stuff has come out in the last 10 years and and as an avid star wars fan as someone who watches literally everything as it comes out um i'm lapping it up i love it i love it so much and i'm so happy i love video games so i play the video game i love books i love movies i love tv shows i love it all but for someone who, like my mom, for example, who's never really watched any of the Star Wars movies, it seems insanely overwhelming. But for, for you listeners out there, you can watch the first six movies, have a pretty decent understanding of the Star Wars world, and enjoy it. The first six movies, I know we just talked about uh, episode two being terrible. First six movies are good. The, the last... Uh, seven eight nine i enjoyed them i there are critiques there are valid critiques i really enjoyed them i loved all three of the movies uh there are things i would change yes there are valid critiques yes but i loved them still um and i love han solo and i love rogue one like i i'm not super picky um but like watch the first six movies Maybe add, sprinkle in a little Rogue One in there. Right. You'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy Star Wars. I promise you. I think if it, if you just, like, you don't try and do it all at once. Yeah. Like, spread it out. Like, there's a lot there. Uh, and, like, take your time. Mm-hmm. Matt, would you like to do your, your bonus question? I have a bonus question? Sure. 
I mean, full honestly, you won the quiz. Oh, good. I forgot that we were doing the quiz. Um, yeah. So <laughs> you won the quiz, but I have a bonus question. Would you still like to do it? I would. Yes. Awesome. For a bonus point, give me the canon family tree for the Skywalkers. Oh, no. <laughs> this is terrible. Okay. Canon, canon family tree. Okay. Yes. Uh, Anakin. I'm going to go with Anakin, but there's above and below. Um, so Anakin has a mother. Okay. Shmi is her name. Shmi? No. Yeah, Shmi. Um, it's, it's Shmi because Shmi is the guy from <laughs> Peter Pan. Uh, yeah. Captain Hook's uh, first mate. So Shmi is Anakin's mother. I don't know anything before her, and I don't think in canon there is anything before her. Um, we don't know Anakin's father because there's, you know, Palpatine did a little force magic. I, we don't know. We actually don't have, I don't know if we have a confirmed answer. Regardless, Shmi is Anakin's mom. Anakin is first Skywalker male. And as far as I'm aware, in canon, the only Skywalker male uh, in that generation. Um, <laughs> then he marries like, Hey buddy, I got something to tell you. <laughs> he married, I'm saying he didn't have any like siblings in care. Yeah. Um, he marries Padme, uh, secret little marriage. Um, he marries Padme. So she is technically Padme Skywalker. Although I don't know if she actually takes his name at all, especially not before she dies because again, it was a secret marriage. Um, so Padme has children with Anakin, uh, Luke, and Leia. Both Skywalkers. However, Leia doesn't take the name because uh, she gets adopted by Bail Organa. Okay. She's still technically a Skywalker. So Luke and Leia. Leia marries Han. So technically he's also in the family. And they have Kylo Ren. Okay. Kylo Ren is a, a direct descendant of Vader. Uh, Anakin Skywalker. So Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren dies. He doesn't have any kids. Um, Luke doesn't have any kids either. But Ray, Ray is also an adoptive ish Skywalker. So I'm going to include her in there, even though technically they didn't assign, they didn't sign any papers, but you know, they, they adopted her. Yeah, she's a Skywalker. Screw all you people. She's a Skywalker now. <laughs> That's uh, my name is Ray. Ray Star Wars. That is not a joke I came up with. That is a joke from an episode of Try Not to Laugh. And then Damien made, and then he says he got it from a tweet just saying that. He didn't come up with that, is what he's saying. Um, right. Yeah, that's my that's my family tree for you. So, there are, are some slight holes, uh, but I'm going to help you fill those in. Um, so, you have Shmi, right? She is, like, force magic by Palpatine to have Anakin. She's she's Mary, the, the mother right. Mary, yeah. And, yeah, and basically. Palpatine is God. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't okay. know. I don't know about that. I, was that but... actually confirmed? Her being force force babied. <laughs> <laughs> I put a baby into you. 
I just wished real hard, and then you got pregnant. <laughs> midichlorians. I'll sprinkle some midichlorians. Yeah, give you some midichlorians. <laughs> um, she is then... <laughs> she's then bought, and then is actually, like, re- like set free, and then marries Lars, <sighs> whose son is Owen. Yeah. Owen marries Aunt Baru, and they ex- they adopt Luke. Yeah, um, I forgot about that. One thing that I thought of while you were talking, while you were going through this, is um, so they changed Leia's last name, right? Yeah, she she's Leia Organa now. Mm-hmm. Like, cool. Matt, what's Luke's canon last name? Skywalker. Right. And if if Vader, if you're trying, to, if you're him, trying to hide a kid, maybe you should change his last name. I don't know. Not give him to the family that he was taken from. Or that, like, that Anakin was taken from? Like, like, I don't know if Skywalker is a common last name. I don't it think not. it is. It is, it is. it is so not. Um, It's very much not a common last name. I'm pretty sure they're the only ones in the galaxy. Except for, in canon, the Chiss Ascendancy, Thrawn's people. Mm. Um, they use Force-sensitive Chiss um, to navigate they do not have the computers like the like the empire has to navigate um so they use navigators and guess what they're called in basic skywalkers Skywalkers. they're called skywalkers so technically there are other skywalkers out there but not by name and technically well that was the clever boy quiz um you won is that my first win of the new cycle? Um, which, well, do you want to do a new slight cycle? Because I do have a, a, a title for you for eleven. No, you don't. We didn't even go. We didn't even have to go through the the whole name generation episode this time. Congratulations, right. good job, buddy. Because we we did this one during the last one. Oh, did we? Prepare for this. <laughs> nice. Um, you are now. The title of Clevin Levin. Clevin Levin, as in ah, as in Kevin Levin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Uh, congratulations on the win. Thank um, I don't know how to tell you this except we spent the entire episode talking about Star Wars. I know, and we we don't have time to continue <laughs> on past the quiz, which is so funny. We like. If you guys, if you listeners haven't noticed, you could get us talking so easily. Just bring up like Star Wars, Marvel, The Flash, Green Lantern. I don't oh, know, like comic, like nerd stuff. Honestly. Yeah, nerd stuff. It's it's like so easy to get us distracted. Um, but the fun part about that is I can just name this uh, a very clever boy episode part two. Yeah, you could. Um, the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yes. Yes, I like that. Uh, so, I guess, thank you guys so much for listening to the Garlic Boys podcast. Um, <laughs> we're, we're rebranding uh, now as a Star <laughs> Wars podcast. So, if you don't like Star Wars, I'm sorry. This is podcasting. So, now this is podcasting. So, if you don't listen to, so if you don't watch Star Wars, that's a reference to episode one. <laughs> <laughs> Um, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Garlic Boys. Um, if you want more from us, you can follow us on TikTok, Instagram, 
and I guess it's called X now. I don't know. We might not be using the Elon app anymore. <laughs> honestly, it doesn't know what it's doing anymore. <laughs> Twitter's technically dead. Uh, I think it's called X at this point. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, I think he did it just because he's mad that Mark Zuckerberg was doing the same thing on Instagram. Well, he's using threads, which yeah. let us know if you want us to get into threads. Um, like, no I one followed even... us. No one follows us on Twitter, so. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, do follow us on TikTok and Instagram to get updates for when we post and maybe some fun behind the scenes of us hanging out in real life. Um, you never know when we can see each other. Um, if you want more from us with exclusive content, that you can buy and help support us, you can go to patreon.com slash the garlic boys. Um, the Patreon is very great because it starts at $3 a month. Yeah, it's great. $3. That's all, that's all you got to give us. That's like, that's like a single cup of coffee a yeah. week or a month. Right. Like just don't just, get a single cup of coffee a month. That's less than a cup of coffee. If yeah. you get the kind of coffee I get. <laughs> if you get a small, not a freaking extra large. Shut up. Um, <laughs> but you're, uh, the 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 the, <laughs> the Patreon is great because it has exclusives on there as well as early access to some things, and it can keep you updated from maybe some new things that are coming from us. Oh yeah, yeah. in the future. Future. Um, speaking of other content from us, uh, we have a second podcast. We don't really talk about it a lot, but um, it's called TGB One Shots. It's good. Um, it's it's really great. It's us as well as um, former guest Fire Lord Shanio, our friends Vaptor Like Raptor and Mug, um, and we do um, multi episode arcs with different characters changing. Uh, we are currently in a Spelljammer arc, I believe, as they're going out live. We record these a well and ahead of time of when you're hearing them. Yeah. Um, and like so... Really ahead of time. Um, it's a lot of fun. If you like role-playing or you just want to hear us role-play, uh, do check that out. It's TGB One-Shots, wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to hear uh, me talk like uh, Patrick Warburton, um, you'll have to listen you'll have to at least get oh, yeah. like 10 episodes ish in, I think to listen, to hear that episode 12, you see 12. the best acting from me. I think, yeah, I think it's episode 12. Maybe it's 11. I don't know. It's a great episode though. Um, link, uh, you could also watch us on YouTube for full video versions of the podcast. This is not a concise ending at all. Uh, YouTube.com slash at the garlic boys. Um, and you can see video versions of it. Um, Matt, supplementary mom shout out. Um, I think my favorite uh, mom. Hmm. Shmi Skywalker. <laughs> supplementary mom Sky uh, shout out. Shmi. You know, my supplementary mom shout out was going to be Padme. So. All right. We covered the bases. <laughs> there we go. Well, thank you so much for listening. Oh, no. Sorry. Matt, final thoughts. Uh, Yeah. Oh, actually, kind of on the boat of the one-shots. Um, I have plenty of characters, but 
not everybody does. I have literally hundreds of backup characters. But if you have any character ideas, send them our way. I'd love yeah. to hear your character ideas so I can maybe put them in the show, possibly. I have a lot of characters. I may not get to all of them. Well, there you have it, guys. Check out TGB One Shots wherever you get your podcast. And remember, as always, to stay, stay garly. All right, guys. Connor and I are going to make out now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>